This is Wilson from F3 Dayton with your weekly QSource topic, where we review a chapter of the QSource while also hearing a classic episode of the 43 Feet podcast featuring Dread and Dark Helmet. This week's topic from the book is Q1.8, Whetstone, the vertical relationship between men. There have been times in my past when I would get over myself and seek out some wisdom from older men. There were things I gained from my dad, but there were still some things that I sensed that were missing. Full disclosure, there sometimes still are. In the late 60s, my first summer job was working for a Christmas tree farm. June and July was trimming season, and we used two foot long, very thin, very flexible knives to whack off the extra growth of the trees to give it a conical shape everyone wants. The farm owner had two sharpening tools, a whetstone, but he also had a sharpening steel. Now the steel had a handle and was quicker to pull out for a quick touch-up on the blade, whereas the whetstone was used when the knife needed more than just the quick touch-up. And I think the steel also expands on Dredd's third point, that the sharpening process is necessary for both the old goat and the young buck. It also brings to mind the related Bible verse from Proverbs, as steel sharpens steels, so one man sharpens another. Regardless of the tool, whetstone or sharpening steel, what are Dredd's three main points? First, a man must be sharpened like a knife blade. Both a man and a knife are made to cut, but neither can be effective until properly honed. A knife is sharpened by a whetstone. While water is used to lubricate the whetstone prior to sharpening, that is not where the wet part comes from. To wet, W-H-E-T, actually means to sharpen, like with a man's appetite and his curiosity. In other words, to wet both blade and man is to put on an edge with the result that it is sharp, dynamic, and ready to cut. Next, hard looks and straight talk, tempered by love, gets results. Because the desire of an older man to pass on what he has learned to younger man is natural, the vertical relationship between the stone and the blade has existed since man first sought the advantage of gathering together into communities. But like all relationships, it takes skill and effort for the whetstone to work. Sharpening does not happen by accident. It must be done with deliberatude within a vertical relationship between two men who set out to see it happen. Finally, the whetstone is necessary for both the blade and the stone to get right. Through the whetstone, the blade receives something he lacked before, a honed edge to his life that he must possess to be effective and have impact on his community. But the stone gets something as well. In fulfilling his natural desire to pour into younger men, he accelerates his own pursuit of proper personal alignment. With that as an overview, here's the substantive portion from a classic episode of the 43 Feet Podcast with Dread and Dark Helmet talking about Whetstone. Okay, now I can roll it. And we're, and back. we're back. All right. You're listening to 43 Feet, a podcast about leadership. We believe that real leading happens out front, but that means you're probably building the next 43 feet of good road for those behind you while you're running the race yourself. My name is Frank Schwartz, known in the gloom of the early morning as Dark Helmet to my F3 brothers, and I'm joined each week by Dave Redding, or Dread one of the co-founders of F3 Nation. We're going to answer your questions, pontificate wildly, 
teach leadership, and otherwise attempt to help you navigate the next 43 feet. So now brings us to the substantive portion with eight minutes and no, 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 no. We got plenty of time. We got plenty of time. All right. So this is the whetstone, which is uh, the Q18, Q1.8. If you're following following along in our idiotic numbering system, the statement is the vertical relationship between men. Whereas last week was the horizontal. This is the vertical. This is the vertical, right? And we screwed this up the first time it was introduced in the fort. Guys understood whetstone to be horizontal. Yeah, sure. I can yeah. see why you would do and that. And they just and it, right. and so some guys still, you know, use. Well, the this goes wrong, back to the Oprahfication of of the idea of mentoring. Like, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm going to learn from you. Know, you. Learn from, no. <laughs> I just don't. Uh, well, let's hope not, because I'm a mess. I so. understand why this has been uh, gooished, gooed, yeah. because <laughs> it's difficult to say. You know, we're discouraged from saying, "I know more than you," right about. Right, because I don't thing. hurt my feelings. That's right. Yeah, we're supposed to pretend. Yeah, but I, you know, when when I if I had a you know when I had mentors in the past and a guy would say you know I don't know I don't know anything more than you do then I would say why am then I why here? am I <laughs> you know I am wasting time. I mean I'm here. You know the first mentor I got, which I based then based the idea of what's done off who did it right, mm-hmm. who said, and he said you know I was like I am the mentor because I've been through this stuff. I'm right. here to help you and, right. and help you find out what I know. And as soon as you know that, we can move on, move on out. You know, well, you can, yeah. And I was like, find wow, somebody you, else. So yeah. you actually, this guy actually believes he knows more than me, and it turned out he did a lot. Yeah. And he was confident and uh, willing to share it with me, and that was great. Not a guy that's like, gee, was you know, self-effacing and not willing to say, you know, <clears throat> and call yeah. me out. No, I, because yeah. if you start out the relationship with I don't know anything, then you're not going to call me out. I need to be called out. Yeah. That's why we're here, right? Yep. All right. The Socratic for the whetstone is, first, what is the purpose yes. of mentorship? Second, are there any required components to effective mentorship? And third, how does a mentor benefit? Now, note we're using the word mentor in that Socratic, mm-hmm. and we, we replaced it with the word whetstone for a lot of reasons, but one of them is that mentoring, and the word mentor has been gooed up. Goo Nation yeah. has denatured it yes. and turned it into something else. So we want it back. And we want it back. So... We we're using the whetstone concept to try to recapture it. Yeah. Uh, but mentoring, whetstoning, is more than just old guy, young guy, cup of coffee, do that thing. Yes. Right. It doesn't yes. does doesn't work if you just start with that. Well, yeah, you're you're violating one of the other uh, one of the P's. What by right? by, by at least one ha- of the P's. Yeah. Right? yeah. Yes. Yeah. All right. Now uh, the spur. Yes. First spur uh, for the whetstone is a man must be sharpened like a knife blade. So we're using this imagery of a knife. Yes. That's where we got the whetstone. A man and a knife are both made to cut. All right? Knives cut through yes. raw hide or flesh or whatever. BS. Right? That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Men cut through goo. Yes. That's what we're supposed to do. That's how we lead, right? But most, both must be honed to be effective. That's how you, you take a blade. So when you're in the military, they just use a brand new uh, bayonet or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, or you get buy a new knife and it wasn't honed, so right. you'd take your whetstone and you would it would you would hone it, hone that edge, and then you would need to continue to hone it because it wouldn't cut well without it. Same for a man. Right. We come out of the you know the baby machine factory. I believe, <laughs> I believe, uh, supposed to cut, supposed to lead, but it it's we're a dull blade until somebody hones us. Well, because the world wants you to be a spoon. <laughs> That's great. Like that. <laughs> You've been thinking about that, haven't you? Mm. 
I read things. Yeah, that's great. We're, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll rather have us be a be a spoon. They want you to. Yeah, just that's eat, right. Eat the goo, baby. It's a non-threatening yeah. uh, implement. All right. A sharpened man, like a knife, is sharp, dynamic, and ready to cut. Okay, dynamic, like dynamite, explosive, right? Mm -hmm. But controlled, right? And mm -hmm. ready to cut, prepared. So that's what the honed man looks like. That's, that's what you want with your blade is that he is dynamic, right? Yes. He's prepared. That's, that's kind of what you want rather than the dull blade that you're like hacking away. I can't get through anything with this, right? Yes. That's the unsharpened man. Which brings some questions to my mind. I'm going to let you go, but I got a sure. couple things. Well, let me just say this, yes. and then I want to hear your questions. That unsharpened man, in contrast, is dull, mm -hmm. lethargic, yeah, ineffective, and ill-prepared for obstacles. And obstacles again are problems that impede movement, right? Yeah. To cut through the obstacles, man, you got to be sharp. Yep. You got to you got to cut through them like a darn bayonet. <clears throat> you I mean a, a machete. 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 A Bowie knife. A big old blade, yeah. right? Uh, so that makes me wonder what your questions are. Uh, so one is kind of a, an observation-ish that I want to get your feedback on. <clears throat> um, and that is one of the things I like about the imagery there is that sharpening itself is not – it's it's not like, um, oh, we just sort of – uh, oh, we, we rub it on a little stone for a second and then ta-da, it's, you know, whatever. It's a, it, it, sometimes it takes a very long time. Yeah, it takes a process. And you are removing material. That is what you are doing. You are rubbing against a thing right. that is hard and is going to hurt. The, it is going to be a one hard, One way to look at a sharpened process. knife is that the dull has been ground off. Yes. Oh, yeah. And, oh. One, one way to look at a sharpened man is that the goo has been ground off. Yeah. And yeah. That's, that's one way to look at it. So uh, yeah, that I, I like your question. Yeah, because like and, and it's just, it, 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 I guess because I want guys to to think about this and understand that <clears throat> it's not again, it's not the old man, young man, cup of coffee, right? I go in and uh, the the stone is, I mean, he's coming at me with questions. Should be, and he needs to know accelerating, decelerating, and if you're decelerating, okay, right. let's talk. What, what's going on? Why? And then you're gonna figure out how you lay those bricks with your shield lock so that you stop decelerating. Much like Socrates, uh, who asked his uh, students questions, mm -hmm. he was a philosopher, asked his students questions they could not answer. Yeah. And that was how he taught them. So searching for the answers that, uh, to the questions they were asked by Socrates is how they learn. That's why that's called the Socratic method. Rather than just dumping information in them. Right. Like pouring it in. Yeah. Here's so, the manual. Right. It's, so that's that self-discovery. Right. Yeah. The, the good stone does that. Yeah. He said, why did you do that? You know? Yeah. And, and ask questions. Tell me about your king. Right. Well, uh, I think it's decelerating. Why? Tell me why. Uh, of course, I've noticed, if, even if you say, I think it's accelerating. Why? Why? It's the same right, question. It's the same. Why? Yeah. Well, what, yeah. what are the hallmarks of that? Right. Well, I was going to three workouts a week. Now I'm going to four. Yeah. I'm still going to the same number of workouts a week, but uh, I'm going to different workouts, going to harder ones. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I'm I, training for this event, and I've right. stepped up my I whatever. talked to a guy today who said, well, yeah, on this particular day, I'm not going to work out X. I'm going to work out Y. Workout Y is well known for being an easier workout. Uh -huh. And I said, why? And he goes, well, it's better than not showing up at all. And I said, true, but that's exactly the next step you're going to take because you're decelerating, don't yeah. you think? I mean, that's No, that's because that's the truth. Right. Next thing you'll be doing is reading the New York Times in the den. 
with your fuzzy slippers on because that's easier. And looking looking outside and going, oh, I remember I used to I work out. I, I remember that. that was right. a day. Or maybe in the interim there'll be some <clears throat> elliptical time. You ever uh, you ever drop uh, a blade? Of course. Okay. What and, like? and you need to do that whenever he's got them as sharp as he's going to get. Okay. And uh, if you've taught him everything you know him, you know. It's time also, for him to find another guy. Or if the guy is not. That's what, yeah, yeah. that was the other half. Right? There's a time when a guy's like, I'm just not going to, I'm, I'm, I'm done accelerating. Things. I'm yeah. not doing it anymore. I'm as sharp as I can get. What if, what if he, so in your estimation, if a guy is, because it, again, acceleration doesn't mean, oh, now I work out seven days a week and I run seven minute miles and I'm, you know, no, whatever No, it's different it for everybody. Yeah. It's the incremental, tiny thing. Increase in movement. Yeah. Speed. Right. Yeah. Because I don't want get guys, you know, guys to get this idea that because the thing is, is as as a stone, do you find yourself having to be uh, sometimes just incredibly patient? Well, you got to be patient. I mean, if you're, you ever get you, frustrated, of course. Why? Because I want the best for the guy. And, he, and if he's not doing it, it's yeah. tough. I mean, what am I doing wrong here? Oh, uh, yeah. But you know, not every guy, you know, uh, not every guy really. He may. He may find out he doesn't want to accelerate. And, I, you know, I've had guys, you say, or let a guy go, but I've also had guys fire me as their stone. And uh, I've only had one guy uh-huh. call me on the phone and say, I don't want to do it. Every other guy is just Did, not least... showing up to the next meeting. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm okay with that. Really? Yeah. What do you do with a guy like that? No, I, I think that, that that's the kind of Irish goodbye that a guy that, you know, he can't face a decelerator. it himself. Yeah, yeah, I got you. So oh, there's one to get one guy who I consider to be a pretty stout guy and a good leader. He's just like, yeah, I don't. Uh, it's not what I want right now. Well, you know, so bully for him for yeah, you know, owning that, I guess. But well, yeah, don't waste our time. Yeah, I don't want to waste your time. Right. That was the thing was, I, and if I tell a guy, you know, we're done, um, you know, as so I told a guy today, as a matter of fact, I said, you know, I'm promoting you to beer buddy because <laughs> I, you know you're right. And well, I didn't, I didn't fire him. I promoted him. Yeah. You know, I, like uh, I promoted Stinger to Shield Lock, you know, because yeah, yeah. Uh, dude was fa- he's faster than I am now. I mean, not just running. No, but he's I mean, he's, he's yeah, he's I catching. Mean, he, yeah. It's like, I mean, I got to I got to recognize that. And uh, I'm happy, crazy happy about that. Sure. Well, and that makes sense. I like that. I like that as a uh, as a way, you know, just right. as a construct of looking at it. As, right. No, 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 no. Yeah. You know, now hey, we're now we're more equal in that sense. My face don't turn to alabaster just because it serves to become the master. I'm happy about it. It's not the song. <laughs> That's not the That's song. Not the song. <laughs> I'm, I'm, you know, uh, right. I would, you know, if a guy that I've been working with lights on fire and just starts doing stuff, well, then I've done what I'm supposed to do, right? Yeah. Then you don't need to to be there to to you know keep pushing those things and asking questions. I see it. Yeah. Knife is sharp, right? Interesting. Yes, um, go. Which takes us back to that still in the first uh, spur, but a man's appetite for leadership must be wedded, W-H-E-T-T-E-D. Mm-hmm. If leadership is influencing movement to advantage, you want to wet the man, you want the guy to want more. You got to give him a taste. Yeah, he's got he's to want more. Yeah. Like, we're all afraid to lead, we all want to lead, we're afraid to lead, afraid to fail, all that stuff. That's why, you know, the book is free to lead. Right. Right, the unshackling of the modern day warrior. You know, this goo has infected us. I don't. You know, I'm supposed to just. You know, I'm supposed to get along with everybody and not. You know, right. No, you're no supposed one. to lead, right? So we're freeing you to lead. We hope, right? So to do that, the stone has to be the harder edge mm-hmm. for a season. 
you know, the harder edge against which the blame becomes sharper and more hungry for greater responsibility. Uh, so that's that's really just all it is, right? Mm-hmm. That's why the image of the whetstone is what we use. It takes us to the second spur, which is hard looks and straight talk tempered by love get results. Now, that comes from a saying on the wall of a first sergeant in a company I was in. He had a look at uh, a yeah. sign that said hard looks and straight talk get results. And I love that idea. Right, and I just wanted to well, add, it's implied. Add the yeah. It's implied because the guy loved his soldiers, but... Um, I would just wanted to state it tempered yeah. by love. Yeah, tempered by love because you know what? Well, with I, it, I disagree with Goo Nation about this about toxic mac- masculinity. Sure. To me, it's not masculinity at all. It's just it's toxicity. Toxic. It's, just, it's toxic. just toxicity. Yeah. But because that idea is out there, and we have to push back on the culture. Uh, I want to make sure we get this across that masculinity is about love. Yeah. You know, masculine real love. Right. Masculine love is courageous. It's setting aside fear to turn hardship into grace. That's masculine love, and it's got nothing to do with toxicity. The two things are antonyms. Yeah. So, well, because one's about ego and one's not. Yeah. One's one, well, it's a warped person. Yeah. A bully is a warped guy. Yeah. You know. That's what I'm saying. But it, because it's it's inward focused. It's it's about sure. serving the need that is the hole that well, is in his heart. Well, it's inward rage or whatever the guy's problem is turned outward to to aggression. Unjustified yeah. aggression. That's not masculinity. Right, that's what I'm saying. Right. Yeah. And that's not being a being a stone. That's not being harder. No, it's being a jerk. It's being a bully. Yeah. It's being a toxic guy. Yeah. Um, now, well, if you break that out, I'm sorry. No, I was saying the the other part of the the saying there too. The the fact that you added the tempered with love, I think, was to help clarify also that results. Because a lot of times when we read that, you know, oh, it gets results, we think, oh, results are the only thing that matter. Yeah, okay, good point. You know, right, and it's and, not so. And it's not so. Right. The love is what matters. Right. The results will come, right. but only as a result of right. the love. And hopefully, if you're reading the Q source, and uh, ultimately, and we're very close, I understand, Dark, yes, to are. getting the book out. Yes, we are. You'll see this, is that the idea of love, philo, love, brotherly love, right. is weaved throughout the book mm-hmm. to the point that, I mean, its central theme is that a leader's legacy is built upon love. Yeah. It's, that's what you want to leave behind. Um, and it doesn't mean except leaving a man where you find him. It doesn't mean goo, trying to make everybody happy right. and structuring organizations around the idea of everybody being happy. It means masculine love, yeah. of setting aside fear to turn hardship into grace, being a servant leader, and being crazy happy when you see a guy that you've helped or trying to help surpass you. Yeah. You know, that's a tough one. It really actually isn't. But I was going to say, unless... You've built it on the foundation yeah, okay. that was proper. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Because again, your ego becomes a a, a, a problem. It there. can be an impediment. And it's, it, it's, it's interesting because the right. way you said it, the um, it, the image that just popped in my head was kind of a you know a jello mold of a castle or a sand castle or something like that versus an actual stone. Yeah, it's it's right. the same mascotry kind of you know. You know, I had a great opportunity to see Jocko yesterday. Yeah. And he was here in Charlotte, spoke to the uh, Charlotte Mecklenburg Police Department yeah. Foundation, which you, is a wonderful thing. You got some. I got some. I was uh, a good friend of mine had me very close to the stage, and I got to see him up close. And that dude, uh, it's funny, his, the guy who's about his wife sitting next to me, who I know very well, known for 20 years. Uh, as soon as his picture was on the screen, she says, wow, if you sent down to central casting for <laughs> Uh, soldier, soldier yeah. that's what you'd get. Yeah. I'm like, no, he's a SEAL, but I yeah. get what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, he just got that look. and I, and I uh, But he gave a great presentation about a particular battle, uh, mm-hmm. not a, actually more of a campaign that he was involved in, Ramadi, and uh, talked about it. But 
weaved within that was the soldiers. He had a slide that said, "Now the cost," mm. and he had mm. pictures of some men who had died up there yeah. um, under his command. And he talked about each one with great love. And then one one guy in particular, the slide should have said bacon because the guy he was talking oh, about yeah. was just this guy always had a smile. He always walked point. He's always in the turret in the most dangerous uh, place you could be and never wanted to shy away, always wanted to lead, and ultimately he was killed doing that. Um, So all leadership breaks down to that. You're not going to be a virtuous leader if you aren't motivated first and foremost and primarily by love. You're just not not going to be. Yeah. Uh, You you may get some results. You may get some... You could be effective. You may get some effective or some movement or whatever. But you're not going to leave a legacy because they'll they'll see through it. Um, The hymn... You know, knows because this is how we're made, right? That this vertical relationship is timeless between men. I mean, it's just a natural thing to want to help a younger guy. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and the hymn doesn't wait until he's retired to do it. It's a little gooish idea to do that. It's like, well, you know, I'll get to that when I'm retired, but you're going to be like the guy in the cats in the cradle saying, <laughs> right. hey, you know. One day, I'd one like, day. Yeah, you know, long since retired, but my son has moved away. <laughs> Called <laughs> him up just the other day. You know, that, that's how you'll end up. Yeah. You know, and I say start now. And I was taught to start now. And uh, I hope that we pass that on in F3 is that now is the time. That's why it's the in the concentrica. Yep. So you should begin sharpening while you are being sharpened. Uh, and here would be a great place for self-facing parenthetical. Sure. How can I do that if, I, you know, if I'm not? But I don't know enough. I don't know enough. You're you right. know more you than somebody. You know more than somebody. And you know what? Nobody knows enough. So yeah. you might as well just start now. Uh, because at the end of the day, sharpening really is about equipping a man for leadership. And it's... It has to be started earlier. Here's another thing Jocko said, not to steal too many more Jocko bombs, but he said, and I, this is a, a principle of F3 organizational leadership theory, is that uh, the SEALs were an organization where every single man was expected to be a leader, even if he didn't have any reports or we would yeah. call men under yeah. him. You know, and that's the idea that uh, that is in, a, is in the Q source that a, right. a, a bullfrog hopefully has, is an organization with, with. some leaders. Yeah. A leech has no leaders. A bullfrog has some leaders, but a, a, a lizard is an organization of leaders. Every single guy is a leader or expected to be so. Whether he has reports or not. Right, and something that you know Jocko alluded to yesterday, and it's something that, that we believe in deeply in, in F3, is that you're a leader. You're here. Yeah. Well, who are my followers? I mean, that, that actually is relevant. Right. Hold tight. They'll show up. They'll show up. Sharpening requires deliberatude. Deliberatude is defined as to think, speak, and act with a deliberate attitude that exudes commitment mm-hmm. i mean if you want to be if you want to sharpen another man he's got to believe that you believe yeah he's got to believe that you believe and you can't get there without the libertude it's got to be that's why i tease you about the self-effacing I parenthetical know. because i know that you have deliberatude but if you feel gooed up and you have to self-efface um it it might transmit to someone who doesn't know you, that you aren't committed, yeah. that you're unsure. Um, or you're kind of this, oh, shut And everybody guy. does it. You know, <clears throat> I was not taught to read and write and speak that way, and yet sometimes goose sneaks into me. And I wrote, I was writing, and I was sending stuff to different guys to read and help me with it, and I sent it to, one of it to a Gnarly Goat, and he came back and he said, do you realize that you keep saying, I believe and we believe X, Y, and Z? He said, you just state it. Just say it. You don't have to say you believe it. Yeah. Right. I thought it was a great comment. No, yeah. And I started peeling back. Stop. And looking at it. <laughs> Let yeah. me edit all those out. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, of course you believe it. Yeah. Otherwise, you wouldn't have said it. it. Right. It's, it's it's similar to saying truthfully, 
Well, yeah, if I'm going to be honest, you just yeah. To be honest or truthfully, yeah. well, you just talked for a minute and a half. Am I supposed to disregard all that? Because <laughs> right. only right. after the truthfully is okay. it. Oh, now it counts. Now yeah. it's right. Yeah. All right. So this deliberatude or this uh, sense of commitment has to be from both the stone and the blade, right? The, mm -hmm. the blade has to be committed to it as well. But again, the stone is the harder of the two for the season. For the season, because yeah. it could turn around, and, and maybe it will. All right, like the shield lock, the sharpening process of the whetstone is 3P, requires mm -hmm. 3P, must be proximate. You can use the phone, you can use email, it's to supplement, but to... Really needs to be face-to-face. -face. Hard looks and straight talk. It's tough. To, you, you can't hard look, not you, know, little, over, you know, over uh, slack. Over slack. Yeah. No, you really can't. <laughs> You know, there's not enough emoticons in the world to do that. Uh, <laughs> Where's the hard look emoticon? <laughs> it's got to be purposeful, mm -hmm. right? Uh, you got to be committed to purpose. That's to, to yeah. an advantage sought. Uh, the desired outcome here, the advantage sought, is the acceleration of the blade's preparedness. You want him to be prepared to lead. Yeah. You want him to be become durable, a pro, right? Turn yeah. pro, cut through the obstacles, and encourage him to do that and to build his own guardrails, right? Because you've learned how to do that. Yeah. Hopefully, as a stone. Here's a you know, pretty cool part. Explaining it again reminds you. Right? You know, right. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. Reminds you so you won't forget. <clears throat> you know, so uh, interesting thing, lawyers have to take 12 hours of continuing legal education every year. Mm -hmm. I mean, you're sitting in a classroom listening to it, but if you teach one, you get double time. Hey. And the thought behind that is not just to encourage lawyers to teach it, but you really learn it. So you probably spent twice as long preparing to do it yeah, anyway. So my, you know, spent, or maybe longer. <laughs> you know, I did one this year. I did a three-hour CLE uh -huh. uh, in January, and oh, I probably gosh. spent 50 hours. I was going to say, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but as a result of that, I really... You knew it. I really knew it. Uh, third P, of course, is periodic. There's no set rule for this. You know, whatever works for the right. two of y'all. Uh, but without it, it's critical for the whetstone the blade will just find something easier to do to avoid yeah. the pain it 100 right. will drop just, off just 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 fade away like i said yep. even if you're periodic so what i do is we sit down first thing i say is get your google box out we set the next appointment before we start talking yeah so that it doesn't get lost in, the shuffle, lost in of, the shuffle of oh gosh we gotta go that it, to me that's the same as putting your running shoes out the night before so you can't mm -hmm. Forget where they oh, are. Oh, right. Find a way, there. right? All right. That takes us to the third spur, which is the whetstone is necessary for both the blade and the stone to get right. It's necessary for both the blade and the stone. Both parties' actual benefit. So everything I said about goo and Oprah Fine and this was, I'm going to get something. But the key here is that the blade and the stone get something different. Well, I was going to say is that's Oh, we're going to teach each other things. Right. But that's not what we're talking that's about. Right. There's mutual benefit, but they're not the same benefits. Right. The blade receives a honed edge, as we talked about. Yep. He becomes effective. He learns how to be impactful. But the stone accelerates his proper personal alignment. Yeah. It that forces you. forces him to. Yeah. Because getting right requires the closure of the hypocrisy gap. <sighs> now, this gap about who we say we are yeah. and who we are and who we, who we actually are. Yeah. Um, Which is another reason why you say start now. That, that's another reason why yeah. we, we, we say start now. Um, anybody who listened to Art of Manliness podcast is, this week is going to know that I'm ripping this off from what I heard. Oh. <laughs> you know, uh, Kierkegaard said that uh -huh. the only other sinless man besides Christ was Socrates. Okay. I know he wasn't sinless, but, yeah. you know, relatively so. And Kierkegaard was a Christian, so, you know, he didn't, this is him right. engaging a little hyperbole. But uh, that... Uh, Socrates lived as close of a life to his ideals as you possibly could, so much so mm. 
that when put on trial, uh, he just would not give in. Yeah. He just pulled a— Fine, uh, kill me. I yeah. apologize for nothing. Right. He hackmaned him. He hackmaned him, right? <laughs> yeah, Norman Dailed him. I yeah, apologize Norman, yeah. for nothing, right? So it's very helpful when you're uh, acting as a stone to close your hypocrisy gap uh, because you're telling the guy, you know, what you're telling the guy. And this happens to me because, you know, anger is my thing. And, you know, yep. the, the, the whipping person for my anger is very often my am. Hmm. And I don't know how many times... I've had to get up in the morning. I know I'm going. I've had a fight with my wife. I've acted improperly. I haven't. I haven't cherished her. I owe her an apology. I need to. Um, I need to to fix what I broke. Yeah. And I wake up and I'm like, I just want to leave. And I'm like, but in ten minutes, I'm going to be talking with this guy about his M. Yeah. I can't gotta, do it. And I got to go in there and eat some crow and you know what, yeah whatever the thing I gotta is gotta do it this has to be fixed it has to be I cannot fixed. look this guy in the eye with integrity can't do and it tell him to do the same because i didn't it. can't do it you know it's it's so hard uh but it's like the 12th step of, of alcoholics anonymous for those uh listener pod packers out there who are Familiar, recovering alcoholics yeah. which is 12th and final step is having had a spiritual awakening as a result of these steps mm-hmm. we tried to carry this message to alcoholics and to practice these principles in all our lives and all our affairs. Now, I have had a spiritual awakening. I once was a sad clown, mm-hmm. uh, and I was suffering from sad clown syndrome, which to me is akin to alcoholics, being an alcoholic in sure. a way, right? Yeah. I was addicted to it. Well, um, it hollows you out in the same right. way. And I had a spiritual awakening as a result of what I learned. Uh, and I've tried to carry that message out, and I'm trying to do it right now. That's really the point of starting right. this 43-foot podcast is so we could carry the message out. Um, and And carrying the message I've got to practice it yeah. you know, I've, I, what I've got to do if I'm going to talk this talk to my blades is I've got to be more prepared to walk my own walk yeah. and that has helped me immeasurably so and I hope it would help other men that are, are struggling with it as well like what we're calling men out to do here in F3 with this idea of the Q source uh, which is at, at, at its heart its essence I think it's working title is a handbook of virtuous leadership mm-hmm. We're calling men to be as virtuous leaders, right? Effective yeah. leaders who seek a virtuous outcome. It's very difficult. It means doing all those things a leader does and being all those things a leader ideally is. Very few models uh, in the world to yeah. go by, to look at, to do that. And Not comprehensively, that. for Man, sure. it's tough, right? Yeah. And uh, it requires a lot of stuff. But one thing that really, really helps is this idea that, man, I just... I just won't be a hypocrite. Yeah. Right. I just, I'm just not, just not willing to do it. I was getting on Cindy the other day about he's bad about not doing exercise he doesn't want to do. <laughs> flipping it. Flipping it. That's yeah. a bad flipper, right? Yeah. And uh, he was talking about how he would had uh, won something we did. As I was in first, I was like, yeah, but you didn't do a bunch of, you just cheated. And he's like, yeah, but I was flagrant about it. <laughs> Like and somehow that's okay. Well, this is what I yeah. said. I said, it's still cheating. He goes, you cheat. You just try to get by with it. Oh, ouch. And he was right. Yeah. Because when I'm getting left behind, I'm like, oh, I ain't doing nine. Of them. I, was I know. Doing right. uh, oh, suddenly I'm double So counting. I thought, you know, yeah. you got a guy. You got three levels of this, yeah. right? You got a guy who's an open, notorious cheater. Right. <laughs> and I wouldn't think he calls himself a cheater. He's just no, saying but, that's yeah. a BS exercise. Yeah, I'm not right? doing that. I'm not doing it, right? But... At least he's open and notorious about it. Then you got a guy who's a cheater, like the great majority of the rest of us, right. who tries to get by and slide, right? right. Then you got the third level guy, the, the Socrates, who 
he's like, I'm going to do everything. Yeah. Right. I'm going to have integrity all the way. Right. I, that I'm going to have integrity of mind and body and heart and spirit. What I say, I believe what in my heart is what I'm going to try to do yeah. with our fall short. It's a different thing. So I went out after we had that. It was right at the beginning of the discussion. I, the rest of the work, it happens to be the one where we saw uh, street, street rap, rap. And, and Cindy's near future. <laughs> uh, and, uh, I, I tried to do every rep of every exercise call. Yeah. And I got left behind at every single point. Mm. I, I, I was DFL. Yep. And we came into the end, and I was 20 feet behind everybody else, and they were just finishing up burpees. And you know how I never do a proper burpee unless we're, you know. Right. And unless I did five in, proper in burpees. And the guy standing next to me goes, wow, you've really done something about your burpees. I was like, no, actually, I'm just doing them right for the first time. And it occurred to me after that workout that, Really, if you're going to try to be a virtuous leader, you you just have to do it. Yeah. And I have been bad about this um, in a lot of different ways in workouts. The guy's not, you know, there's just some exercises I don't think are worthwhile, but um, that's that's irrelevant. He's the cue. He's the cue. So that's just one of those things. It's true of us all. Sinu's right. He's not a hypocrite. Um, but I am, my friend, um, and it helps me to admit these things. Um, another Jockoism, I know we're going long here, but I just, okay. a lot, another Jockoism was um, that uh, you just got to be honest. You know, honesty is mm -hmm. very important. And he said when he's training young SEAL leaders, um, one guy would come in, screw everything up, and then come back and blame everybody and deny, mm -hmm. deny that mm -hmm. he screwed up. Another guy would come in and screw the mission up just the same way, come back in and say, was completely as honest as he could be, I screwed up, this, that, and the other right. thing. And you know, he says to the crowd, who's the better leader? And goes, everybody's like, you know, the, the guy who owned it. Yeah, and he's like, yeah. well, which kind of leader are you? And I'm like, oh, that's good questions, right? <laughs> um, and that goes to the whetstone. Yeah. If you want to be effective in, in the whetstone, you got to be truthful with your blade. You know, you got you know, you to say, I ain't a perfect guy. Yeah, but I've learned a lot from my imperfections, and I'm closer to the ideal of what I want to be, what I feel like I'm called to be by God. I think I'm closer to that, and I want to help you do it too. Yeah, And uh, that's a, a big part of it. It's got to be tempered with love, like I say. And Frank, you know, yeah, I can't be hard on you because you know I've been there too. I've learned a lot from things from you, man, a lot, even though you still got face the radio. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Sadly, this is a podcast. It's so weird. It is. I can't be hard on you. Because you know I've been there too. Learned a lot of things from you. Thanks for listening to 43 Feet, a leadership podcast. If you have questions about leadership, F3, or anything else, Write us at questions at 43feetpodcast.com. Until next time, we'll be here in the unknown, the uncomfortable, the difficult, the 43 feet out front. Yeah.